With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on stage. And we're a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness and everything in between. And if you're new here, thank you so much for joining us. If you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. Uh, Welcome. We, last week, I did this kind of thing where I talked about this week in the Fredericks household. And I love it. Yeah, so we'll do it again this week, but really talk more specifically about about how you are this has been a crazy week for you a little bit we don't have to go into details if you think this is going to be scandalous and all of those things it will not you ain't taking this down to the lipstick alley i know that yeah but uh (laughs) this has been a really crazy week for you you did have to uh kind of break the mold and speak so how are you feeling what's what Uh, what are your thoughts i only spoke to patreon i haven't spoken publicly here's how i'm feeling around this time last year was my first dose and my first therapy sessions, but my first dose of you cannot control the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The more you try to control it, yes. the more you cannot control. You cannot control narratives about you. No. no matter what your history, track record, this and that, if people feel a way about something you said, did, do, represent, they will feel it. Um, my natural disposition is one of Marlo Stansfield. My name is my name. Mm-hmm. It's from The Wire. Omar was talking crazy about him. Mm-hmm. His crew, rightfully so, was like, We're, we didn't even bring that to you because you shouldn't be focused on that. Yeah. But in the street, it's like, nah, my name is my name. He called me a punk. We got to square up. Yeah. That's how I approach things. I got to clear my name, clear my name, clear my name. Over the last year, I realized you can't clear your name from the internet. Right. There will be rumors. There will be drama. There will be stuff. If you are having any success, um, people will start to figure out that if they put your name in stuff, It'll draw more attention. Yes. So your name gets thrown in as a bait, as a hook, whether allegedly, all this and that. That, through therapy, I realized I cannot control that. Therefore, I cannot focus my energy on that. Because last time, this year, uh, this time last year, I was in the comments. I was in this. I was searching. I was go- And it's just, it's, it's endless negativity. Endless, endless negativity. negativity. There will always be a thought, a comment, a negative video, a gossip site, plicking, at least for me. This is not for everybody. But even people who aren't in my theme, there's always people who don't yeah. like you and have something to say. Yeah. That is not new for anybody. As my career progresses, that's becoming more common. And I'm like, I ain't even, most of the stuff now, I'd be like, this stuff that I'd be drawn into, it'd be so far from the truth. But the truth, the truth of it is, a lot of my core audience, the main people who rock with me and watch every single thing, they don't even be knowing about yeah. this stuff. And what I told Patreon, kind of a little bit in more detail, I will draw more attention to a situation by addressing it. Yes. Uh, certain segments of my audience only know about me on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Facebook knows about me from 
totally other video, right. uh, totally different videos. Uh, Instagram is different. My TikTok audience, be JoJo's uh, soccer friends be seeing those right. videos. So the reason I bring that up is I will be making 95% of my audience who is unaware now for the first time aware. Yeah. That's why I don't often speak out about stuff. Melissa and I have already talked about this. If there's something that is so baseless and wrong that it needs to be addressed, I will make a statement. And it will still be yeah. most people not knowing well, about it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even say that uh, honestly because there are things that are out there that are baseless and you haven't like fully committed to addressing it. Yeah. So I don't think it's that. I just think that... Um, I never want to be wrapped up in drama. You never want to be wrapped up in drama and continuing to address things will make suddenly your channel is just all about drama and it is entertaining at first, but even then that gets exhausting as the audience, you know, I'm sure I would imagine you get exhausted. There are sites that I have followed that I have unfollowed because I'm like, this is exhausting following all this drama and negativity. It's not the energy that I want in my life. Um, and so I try to stay away from it. And so I think that would be more of the reason why you're not addressing things. And like you said, people do come. The unfortunate thing is that the lie will always travel further and faster than the truth. The lie gets around the world before the truth gets a chance to put its shoes yes. on. And the other thing is that um, even when people have done wrong publicly and they apologize privately they don't go back no. and always make that public they, 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 and they, they, listen the the per and that's another thing that i realized the personal apology is done on the phone yes the video is made right and posted sometimes not even deleted right right so I am accepting that this goes with the territory. Yeah. Right? I love LeBron James. He is my favorite NBA player. I think he is the fit, my, the best NBA player of all time. Half of the people, if not more than half, feel the opposite. Yeah. When he lost in the first round for the first time ever this last last weekend, for the first time in his 18-year 18 18 wow. career, first time he ever lost in the uh, playoffs in the first round when they got there, LeBum was trending. Oh my gosh. Now you, it is part of sports is like hate loving somebody like Kobe. I spent most of my career not liking Kobe because I didn't like the the Lakers. But the truth of the matter is it was because he was a beast. Right, right, right. And he was single-handedly preventing the team that I wanted to win from winning. But I always knew he was good. Right. I always respected his, his greatness. But the internet is, it is Fan mail right to your face. Yes. Back in the day, this none of this is new. Right, there's right, always right. been tabloids. There's always been gossip. There's always been critique. Always been hate mail, fan mail, death threats. Always in any entertainer's entertainer's life. With the fan mail, though, you'd have to go and read it. Right. The internet, the fan mail comes to you directly. Sure. So, um, to protect my peace, my energy, my mental health. I don't spend a lot of time, like, when I find a gossip site, or, like, YouTube be playing me, too. Yeah, yeah. The YouTube dog on al- algorithm will... Oh, you like this? Because I search Kev on stage. Uh, when I'm on my Kev on stage studios app on YouTube, mm-hmm. I search Kev on stage to make sure a video went up. And then it'll it'll show me other people who've yeah. made those videos. When I find a, a gossip site that's covering me, I just say, hey, block, yeah. don't yeah. recommend this channel. Yeah. Because I found that if I don't see it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm less likely to go down that path. Right. So I don't go, I don't search my name on Twitter. A lot of celebrities and people get caught up searching, searching their, their name, name on Twitter. Yeah. 
you're going out of your way to look for negativity. It's right. going to be there. It's right. like going through your spouse's phone or your person's phone. You're going to find something you didn't want to find. Right. So I've got the app we're working on. I'm on tour. I got my wife. So there's enough stuff in my real life that I have to work on that I don't want to spend energy unnecessarily. I get it. It's, it's like swimming upstream. Yeah. You'll never get everybody to like you. People who are hell bent on disliking you or or calling you out your name or speaking against your character, they're not gonna all of us like Skip Bayless, who was always against LeBron. He's never gonna say honestly, I respect him as a player. He did this great. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always with the caveat, always with the cheap shot. No matter what he does, it's gonna be negative. So why expect them to change? Right. I can change. It's like we were telling Joe. He was getting frustrated because we were having people over the house and he wanted to go to bed. Well, you're not going to change that. So right. what can you do? Right. I got you some some headphones that can knock out the noise. Turn those on. Yes. And he was like, dang, you're right. Like, yeah. you can't control me and your mom hanging out. You're not. We going to be loud. Yeah. It's Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Forget you. <laughs> on a school night, we respect you. Yeah. But on Friday night, you tired? Okay, put your headphones on. Go to bed. And I think that's what I've got to do. I've got to put my proverbial headphones on. Right. Put my noise-canceling headphones on, play my FIFA, look at edits, hang out with my friends, let the internet internet, and talk about it in therapy. Yeah. Because addressing it is just making more to do, and it's just, it's wasted energy. And I'm trying to manage my energy to the best of my ability and not waste it searching for stuff or addressing stuff and let people be mad who are mad, people feel how they feel. If you know me and love me and like me, respect me, you know my character overall, then I hope that will speak louder than any one or two thing. But if you don't, then you don't. Yeah. And also, let me say one more thing, and we can go away from this. <laughs> go By away from me. God. Go away from me, Apollo. <laughs> go away from me with this Apollo. I was telling. <laughs> was that Phaedra? Yeah. I was telling uh, the Patreon this. By the grace of God, if I ain't have nothing but Patreon and the people on the app, and I lost all the other stuff, I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Melissa and I both grew up very poor. Therefore, we saved almost everything. If I got to be like, you know what? I'm going to take this year off from all that. I'm yeah. going to be okay. And I'm grateful that I've always been afraid of getting canceled because I save like I would. Yeah. So if it's ever like, man, I'm about to just chill out, I will go and consult for a company. I'll go right. I will go out of the public eye and focus. I'll probably just focus on the app. And people there, but I doubt that'll even happen because I don't be seeking out that stuff. Yeah. So God bless you. I know you want to support me and defend me. Y'all just watch my videos and laugh. You ain't got to defend me on my account on other people's videos. I appreciate it. Let's all be focused on positivity and enjoying life. We don't know what going to happen. Yeah, I think that's a couple things that you said. It's part of the reason I think a lot of people, or not a lot of people, but you've seen YouTubers that especially have been on YouTube for an extended period of time go through those breaks extended period of breaks, whether it's a year, six months, whatever, and they're just kind of stepping away from mm -hmm. the spotlight because it is taxing, it's overwhelming, it's daunting, um, and it's scary, to yeah. be honest, to kind of put yourself out there and take on the attacks of the public. Um, but the other thing is that we often are in our, you know, Michelle Obama, they go low, we go high, and unfortunately sometimes silence allows people to conjure up Yes. their own uh, narrative because you aren't saying anything. And oftentimes you think, and you can't win. 
I mean, if you're being win. honest, you can't win. Oh, so you're just not going to say nothing? That's because da 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 and people make up stuff. Then you say something, and you said it wrong. You shouldn't even or, be addressing Yeah, this. this is above you. Why are you saying that? Or this is below you. You shouldn't even be saying it. You know, you can't win, so you never know what is the right thing to do, what's going to make the internet happy. And so, you you know, you do have to pick and choose and conserve your energy um, as necessary. I think at this point it was a good idea to just say to the people, you know, that follow us and, and know who we are, I tell you what, if there was ever... Um, I would hope that if it ever came down to I have to defend my name and listen, we can go, let's get on a live and go back to back and pull receipts that you guys would see that who we are publicly is who we've always been privately listen. as well. And I know those receipts would back that up. So by the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, rest ruling my body. <laughs> We don't say a lot of stuff. We could clear our name and end the conversation. Oh, for sure. We could end the conversation, but we don't. But rest, rest assured, if, if ever our character come into question and it need to be, the room need to be cleared, we will clear it. But we don't. We don't. We protect yeah. those who don't deserve protection. So just know we are choosing positivity, more life vibes. But we could choose another way. Hello. Hey, man. It could, listen, Marlo Stanfield says what you want it to be one way, <laughs> but it's the other way. Yes. That's the why. Like, I would love to have this career and go on higher heights and have the world universally love me. No one yes. is universally loved or liked. Some people dislike people just because a lot of people That's like true. them. Yeah. Just, oh, you now you're popular. I don't like popular things. Game of Thrones to Jesus. Yes. Jesus out here saving the sick, healing the dead, or the reverse of that, healing the sick and saving <laughs> the dead, raising the dead. They killed him. Right. And I'm not comparing myself to Jesus. I'm just Please saying, don't. like, Beyonce, one of the world's greatest entertainers. A lot of people don't like them. A lot of people don't like LeBron, Michael Jordan, Serena, Obama. Biden. No one, no one. People don't like your mom's potato salad. Hello. Your grandma's macaroni and cheese. I tasted some people's grandma macaroni and cheese. It's not fire, but I know you love it. And that's okay. Sometimes all that matters is you love it. That's true. Everybody don't love your grandma's cooking. Sometimes they eat it because they respect her family and her place in the church. But at the end of the day, they're like, oh, man, she's on greens again. I <laughs> I tell she you, retire. Uh, I tell you what, some people also are unhappy with their... the. Uh, platform that they use to ship some of their merchandise mm -hmm. and if you've started your own online store in 2021 because you want to get hipped on the multiple streams of income i applaud you yeah some people started a store in the pandemic orders are coming in really fast again we have a great support system and we the last drop child we got so many orders everybody was a little overwhelmed uh shipping out products making sure that everything went right um but that is what ShipStation is here to do it is a simple way to import manage and ship your orders out fast for a lot less money regardless of if you're shipping on amazon etsy or on your own website we use our own website we have a couple different stores and <clears throat> on kevonstage.com and they all import through ShipStation. it funnels through into one simple interface interface that you can manage from anywhere even from your cell phone you can manage inventory you can track it gives you analytics as far as what is selling the best what isn't selling um when you it can uh click you over when you need to order more uh product all of those things it's very easy to compare carriers and choose the best solution every single time uh ship more in less time just use 
use my offer code love, love to get a 60 day free trial. That's two months free of no hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to shipstation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in love, love. That's shipstation.com enter offer code love make love. ship happen. Love. And we thank ShipStation for sponsoring today's podcast. Where the All right, let's uh, move on to the second segment that I'm now calling. I don't know if we're going to keep these segments, but for now we've done it two weeks in a row. So I think that's enough for a pattern. We're going to call <laughs> it love and pop culture. Yeah. Yes. LMP. And uh, actor Blair Underwood and his wife, I think her name is pronounced Desiree DaCosta announced that they are getting divorced after 27 years of marriage. And this corresponds to a listener question that we received. And the question is, does Melissa 2.0 require Kev to upgrade to Kevin 2.0 to prevent compatibility issues? Ooh, good question, listener. Basically, does one person's change require the other to also change in a significant way? So, and what I, the reason I correlated those two things is I think a lot of times when people get divorced, especially celebrity marriages, they always cite irreconcilable differences and you never know what that right. really means. It's just kind of a catch all. Yeah. Um, but it also could mean that we no longer feel like our lives are compatible. We've gone through life together. Now we realize we're strangers and we don't know, you know, who each other are. So what are your thoughts on can people's compatibility, can a couple's compatibility change where you become incompatible with time? Absolutely. You think so? Yes. Say I more. honestly didn't think, I never would have thought this when we were young and married. Before we started going through significant changes, I didn't think this was possible. Uh, to answer this person's question and further my thought, Melissa 2.0 doesn't require Kevin to go to Kevin 2.0, but it does require Kevin to understand how to Love Melissa 2.0. It's like when your iPhone or Android updates to a new operating system. Yes. Or software, your computer, mm -hmm. whatever, or your job switches over to a new computer system. You have to learn how to use it. If you don't, you will not be able to use your job. We worked at KeyBank. They introduced a whole new system. And there were some people who could not figure it out. They ended up like just quitting. Yeah. Because the, the company wasn't going back. They had like an MS-DOS system. And then they went over mm -hmm. to like a Windows-based system. Mm -hmm. So... Melissa 2.0 is not going back to Melissa 1.8, 1.5, 1.0, or the original, just Melissa. So in order for us to stay married, yes, you have to change. For example, Melissa 2.0 demands vulnerability from Kevin, right? Mm -hmm. If I decide I don't want to be any more vulnerable than I've been in the 16 years uh, that we've been together, it will be something that Melissa will eventually be like, well, then I don't know how I can continue on this yeah. path. Right. Because so many of our circumstances have changed. For, like at least just to travel, for example, like mm -hmm. next month is what July. Yes. Starting from July 18th Already. through almost Halloween, I believe we're on the road every weekend. Right. <laughs> because of coronavirus and a truncated schedule yeah. because the clubs weren't open and I was contractually obligated to do stuff. Yeah. I never went out every weekend. Right. Even our big tours, we always took at least a weekend Right, off. right, right. So when when we were working... A weekend a month is... A weekend mean. a month, I'm yeah. sorry. When we were both working separate jobs yeah. and I wasn't traveling, Melissa didn't demand as much vulnerability from me. Right. Because we were able to spend more time together and all this and that. As that travel schedule tightened and all this, well, hey, we're not going to be together. We've got to basically make those moments count. Yeah. That we, that we do have together. Um... 
that, that vulnerability demand could have came from other stuff as well. Um, and that's not to say there's stuff that I ask of her, mm-hmm. right? It, this goes both ways. We ain't talked about this publicly yet, so I'm not going to specifically say what, what Kevin 2.0 demands of Melissa. But there's stuff where Melissa's like, okay, shoot. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't had to do this in this way before. I've got to do this for Kevin. So we're both being like, whew, yeah. right? So say you are like, I can't do this. Yeah, It's too hard. And I'm like that. There's a world where me and Melissa be like, and, and here's what else I realized. I always thought if you get married after 27 years, it only is 20 plus years. It's always cheating. I can see now where people can really be like, I still love her. I just, she can't love me. I need to be loved anymore. Right, right, right. And I can't love her. And right. I would wish her the best and pay for her house and cry when she got with Idris Elba or whoever handsome person. Idris she Elba was. is married. Is he? Yes. Oh, I know. I just throw Idris out there. When did he get married? A few years ago. I didn't know who's his wife. Somebody uh, famous? I actually person? have no idea what her name is, so I'm not even going to lie to you, but I, I can see her face. Oh, I, I have no know. idea what her name is. Idris Elba is just the handsome black face oh I always my throw God. out. I don't even know if you're attracted to Idris Elba. I want you. To, I told you about saying names. You just refuse. Okay, uh, Harry Belafonte. If she married Harry Belafonte. <laughs> but the point is, now I can see how people can have irreconcilable differences without being upset. You're right. You're right, just right. like, oh, I need to be loved this way. Like, that's the thing about love languages. It's the way you interpret love. Right. Josiah, I'm a physical toucher, kisser, hugger. Joe don't want that. No, he does not. His love feeling is let's watch a movie, play soccer with me, play the game with me. If I don't, if we don't do that with him, He's going to feel like my parents didn't show love right. to me. So Melissa and I play this doggone, what was that game called? Spelunky? Yes. This doggone game on PlayStation it's, is so freaking not, annoying. You have to fight it's the hard. monsters, the level. You throwing bombs. It's so easy and so, it's ridiculous. But he loves it. Yeah. So, now what's funny is me and Melissa suck at all the games he plays. So the other day, Melissa was like, we're going to play uh, Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. And Melissa went and beat the brakes off of him. It's my favorite So game. now he realized, oh, y'all just ain't good at the new games. But that old stuff y'all used to be on, y'all are good with. So I say all that to say, that's how he showed love. And, and if I don't show him that, he don't feel love. Same thing with Melissa. Like, that's the work of marriage. And this season of our marriage... It is about learning to love this current version of our spouse. And that work, that hard part is being together for so long and not having to do that. So (laughs) Kevin and I are working on a project. And in this project, uh, and our anniversary is coming up. And uh, what I'm going to do this year is actually 17 lessons in 17 years, which we always do around our anniversary on the podcast Mm -hmm. anyway. uh, But I'm also going to do it on... um, uh, on my Instagram yeah. as well. I'm going to do 17 days and I've been thinking about 17 words that matter and, you know, that means something to me 17 years in this marriage thing. And one of the things, this revelation that I got while we were working on our project and one of the days that I'm going to do is communication. And I said this yesterday about my definition of communication being honesty, vulnerability, and transparency. Yep. And I think that a lot of times in relationships, and I mean this romantically platonic uh, work relationships, like relationships as a whole, we think we are communicating because we are saying words, mm-hmm. but we are actually not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Whether we are missing it by omission, whether we are missing it by lying, whether we are covering it with anger, 
somehow what we intend to say and what we intend to communicate is not being uh, actually received on the other end. And when I look back over our 17 years, and I can imagine the song I had. Yeah, that's what I had stuck in my head. I say all that to say we're working on the project, and I've been working on my own personal definition of communication. Because I often think that communication, we're always talking about the how to communicate, Listen, make sure you're not listening to respond only. Sit back. Don't be reactive. That, that's the how to, to be a listener. That is not talking about the content of what we're communicating. Yeah. And while I do think that other side is important, being an active listener, not interrupting, all of those things, not saying that I'm perfect at it, but all of those things are important. I also think that we should, all, the other half of that kind of equation is working on what we see. Yes. And I gave this example about it's very easy to say something like, uh, well, Kev gave this example yesterday. If I want to spend time with Kevin, I'm missing Kevin. I want to spend time with Kevin. Instead of saying that, I might be like, oh, you're always gone. Yes. What I am communicating is not what I mean, because to be on it, to communicate with honesty, vulnerability and transparency is to say something more along the lines of. I miss you. Do you? You've been gone a lot. I haven't seen you. I want that's vulnerability. That's transparency because transparent. This is how I'm breaking it down. Y'all just act like this is all brand new when I put it on my Instagram because I've been thinking about this a lot. Transparency is identifying the motives behind what you're doing. That's transparency. Vulnerability is exposing yourself to rejection. Yeah. And honesty is just being honest. A lot of times you can be honest, but it comes in anger. Yes. So instead I can say, you don't want to spend time with me. All you're doing is being gone. All you want to do is be on the road. There was a little bit of honesty there, but I missed the transparency Mm -hmm. and I missed the vulnerability. Yes. That's communication. So this actually happened practically in our relationship. Danny, Melissa and Danny have become great friends over the last year. Now, Danny Rose, a.k.a. Stove Top of the Kisses. Mm-hmm. Love Danny. Love her. Love her. One particular day, I just come back from somewhere, and me and Melissa were supposed to just hang out and watch TV. Yes. She was like, I'm going to go to Danny's house and do something. I don't remember what it was. I remember telling Liz, my, my natural inclination was, girl, you always go to Danny's house. You don't ever have no time for me, right? right? That's what I wanted to say. And I stopped myself, and I said... You know, uh, I've been gone a lot. We had made plans to watch TV. I was really looking forward to that. I missed you. Yes. And I know I'm going to be gone in another day or two. Right. I'm, I, I hope we can actually have today together because I was looking forward to it. Right. That. And Melissa took that and she was like, okay. Yes. I'll call Danny and I'll, I'll visit with her another day. Danny, of course, Danny loves our marriage. She always fights yes. for it. She's like, no problem, Kev. I didn't even have Melissa come over like that. Yeah. But what was a true, honest missing you? could have come across as right. the wrong energy. Dang, that's all you do. Or yes. or not even anger, like, okay, no worries. Like, yes. sometimes the there's no honesty and transparency in saying what something that actually does bother me, passing it off as it doesn't. And so you miss the honesty completely. I miss the honesty completely, and then I'm, I'm really mad at you for going yes. or frustrated, but you have no idea. Right. That's honestly what happened with Haley and Jacob yes. in the Married at First Sight episode is... Uh, 
he he didn't tell the truth, and yeah. then he held her to something that he she didn't have a chance. So right. If I tell Melissa all that, and then she still goes, well, now she just she's tripping. Yeah. But if I literally and and I've done that in my marriage, not with Danny. I but think we've all done. Yeah, this. Yeah, I've made it seem like it wasn't a big deal when it truly it was a big deal. And now I got an attitude. You come home. And I'm, I'm, oh, hey, oh, you're here? I didn't know this. Or I'm going to go watch something on Netflix we were supposed to watch together. I'll show you. I'm yes. on episode six, and we were supposed to be on episode three. Yes. Oh, we were going to watch. Because in my mind, that's what we was finna do. Yes. You know, so. We as. Honest, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. I have one more thought. It just clicked in my mind. When, I think what happens when couples are watching a show together on Netflix mm -hmm. and one person goes ahead. Yes. It's not a show. Obviously, we can watch a show at any time. Yes. What you're really saying is, I wanted to watch that with you. Yes. I was looking forward to the shared time together and the common interests. When you go ahead without me, mm -hmm. it really makes me feel like you're not valuing the shared time. Right. Together that I'm sharing. Right. Right. That's what you're really communicating. But you just say, oh, you're going to go watch four episodes without yes. me? Yes. Bet. I'm going to watch seven without you. Yes. And y'all really miss a chance to tell each other I love you yes yes <laughs> correct Josh you should have I, an amazing relationship I want to say there is I want to say really quickly before we move on that I have a book club and in the book club we read books and oftentimes those books are audiobooks because we do audible it's the circular way I made myself get here, yeah. but we're here now. Yeah. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. You can find the largest selection of audiobooks ranging from bestsellers to new releases, celebrity memoirs, languages, business, uh, motivation, original entertainment from top celebrity creators, and popular and binge-worthy podcasts. I will tell you right now, I listen to um, actually a lot of podcasts on Audible, uh, but specifically we have been listening this month to Michelle Williams book checking in and when I tell you the number one thing that I'm looking for on an audiobook is who is authoring who is reading the book to me aloud are they entertaining and Michelle Williams is freaking phenomenal she really is like your girlfriend reading to you she um we're discussing it in my book club and it's been freaking phenomenal honestly uh and we're going to do bamboozled next month we've done like three books by three black women authors which makes me super super excited and kind of proud to be honest because we did lovey's book we're doing Michelle Williams book and next month I've decided we're going to do uh Yvonne Orji's book so Visit audible.com slash love hour or text love hour to 500 500. 500 Visit audible.com slash love hour or text 500 500 to join 500. us. We're also going to tell you about Thrive Cosmetics. Yeah. In case you need a refresher, here's why Thrive Cosmetics is freaking amazing. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, high performance, skin loving ingredients. They're clinically proven formulas not only highlight your best features, they actually improve your skin over time and I love a cosmetic brand that also is or incorporates skincare inside of it because you're getting basically a two for one. Their products are formulated without parabens, sulfates or the lates. 
Thrive Cosmetics never tested on animals. They're 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Yeah. I use their um, highlighter pencil uh, that, you know, I love me a good highlight, like my skin to be glowing all the way from Mars. Um, and that's one of my favorite products. They also have a liquid lash extension mascara, which is the best-selling mascara that mimics the look of lash extensions without the damaging effects of glue or salon prices or the time because lash extensions are shown off a time commitment you hear me i love everything about thrive cosmetics their products are the best i've ever used and their bigger than beauty mission is truly inspiring you're going to love them as much as i do visit thrivecosmetics.com slash love love for 15 percent off your first order this is an exclusive offer you can only get here that's thrive c-a-u-s-e-m-e-t-i-c-s.com slash love for 15 percent off your first order thrivecosmetics.com slash love listen uk leone said wording is harder child <laughs> my throat is dry i'm over here on a whole entire struggle you hear me yeah. okay uh so we're talking about this idea that none of us are actually communicating none of us actually do a really good job of it and if your partner is doing what we're all told which is to be an active listener sitting there and responding and they're responding to the content of your message you will find yourself arguing so far from what you actually intended to communicate yes so if you're talking about the netflix example and my heart what i feel in my heart is i wanted us to do this together that's what I wanted to do. And it comes across instead as anger. Now, well, you know, last time we were supposed to watch this show together and you went ahead because I went ahead and now we back equal. Well, now, why are we arguing? You really argue because we wanted to spend time together. Yes, but that's not the actual no. argument. And now here's what you'll do. Okay, now I'm going to watch this show secretly and never let you know that I watched it. Oh, was that what you be doing? No. That's what you be doing? Mm-mm. Don't tell on yourself. I don't tell on myself. Tell, I tell the truth, same to devil. I don't have Netflix anymore. I I'm going to delete Kimmel, your account. I just have Kimmel Six Studios app. <laughs> I watch only stuff that has uh, accents or subtitles because I know you don't like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that that is what is probably the hardest thing. And I can imagine that over the course of years, incompatibility is actually a um, more of a reflection of a lack in communicating your needs. 1,000%. And so you're not meeting those needs, and so it feels like we're no longer compatible. Because what I actually believe is that at the core of who we are, mostly doesn't change. I agree. So if my you're core beliefs... more or less of something. Yeah, I think sometimes, like, who I am doesn't change, but maybe the how to get there may change. Yeah. I think changes, but, like, the core, my core beliefs and who I am, it really doesn't... I don't imagine that changing or is so off base from who I was then. I may be, you know, I want to have a voice now. I may be coming into myself more, right. but at the core of who I am, I don't believe changes. And I think... Uh, I, I said this in another Love Hour. Uh, the person you're changing into is a version of the person I met and fell in love with at the very beginning. Yeah. Anyway, it just has shifted away from that. Um, let me, I want to say this too. One of the things in this project that we're working on that we had to do, right? We had to ask ourselves if we were to cheat on each other, what would be the thing that drove us away? Yeah. You want to talk about having a hard conversation with your own self yes. and your spouse and saying, this will be the thing. And here's what I need you to adjust. But yeah. Josh, that this is year 17. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, the thing, I, I want to get this to people because I want people to be married for a long time. 
17 years, 18, 19, 20. You're going to have to have some tough. Blair Underwood was 27. Yeah, or married for 27 years. 27 years of marriage. Guarantee you that's a hard question. to. And then to tell your spouse that. Hey, this would be the thing. And for real, not no made up stuff. Like I'm really having to look you in the eye and saying, if I were to cheat on you, the thing that a person could do for me that you're not doing is this. And if you want to fight against that, that's what you got to do. And not out of a malice place. Yeah, not yeah, out of malicious. Yeah. Not out of, here's what I told you. So like, I want to stay married to you. Right. I want this to be with you. Right. That is some stuff that I'm really grateful for this doggone project. Cause it's having us this project and this podcast and therapy all work together. And I'm realizing people that stay together and married in previous generations, it wasn't because of love. Yeah. It was because of, I think, lack of opportunity yeah. and society's acceptance. You looked at that man or that woman and said, I'm not happy, but I'm, I'm stuck. Yes. Like in Fences. Yes. Viola Davis had been unhappy. Right. What was she going to go and do? Yes. She had a kid. She had a husband. He, she couldn't. It's not that she loved him. Right. It's that she had nowhere to go. Right. That was the that was the nature of a lot of previous generations. And we glorify it. Well, my grandma stayed there 30, 40 years. A lot of people and them kids said our parents should have got divorced 25 years ago. They should have been divorced. They haven't been happy for 20 plus years. You can learn to coexist the same way you can learn to coexist with a roommate you don't like. Absolutely. Just because you can't afford the rent by yourself. Right. You're not happy or fulfilled. You just ain't got three grand. All I got is 780. Yeah. So, yeah, he stinks and he don't clean up the kitchen. I accept these things because I don't have any other options or I'm scared to leave or whatever it is. But it doesn't mean you're in a happy relationship. And in order to maintain a happy, fulfilled relationship, you're going to have to continually do hard work. Harder work than was asked of you earlier. Well, the thing about it is uh, I know that uh, Esther Perel, and I know a lot of people I think have a hard time with this, but Esther Perel always talks about, you know, when an affair can actually birth a new relationship. And I think often because it opens that door for the communication that I'm talking about that is honest, transparent, and vulnerable, because by that time, you, the worst has happened. Yes. You see what I'm saying. Uh, I know there are worse things, but the worst that you can imagine has happened in that your spouse has already cheated on you. What else do you have to lose? So let me tell you everything. You might as well be honest. But what you would hope is that through this process that I'm talking about of honest, vulnerable, transparent conversations, you can have those conversations ahead of that thing happening. And I think that's what it's allowed us to do. I I told Kevin this uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. I don't know. Time is means nothing to me anymore uh that i realized that we haven't communicated the best we talk we're not communicating and it's because a lot of our talking is not with honest transparent or honesty transparency and vulnerability hbt and one of those is always missing even i consider myself actually to be a pretty honest person but even omitting something oh, yeah. Big omit energy. can change the impact of what I'm saying. It can alter the intent. I can cover the motivation behind what I'm saying. And that is not communicating well. And so over the course of years, you find yourself having these holes um, in your heart, in your relationship. We called it a, um, a slow leak that floods your house. Yep. Yeah. And runs the bill up. up. And you wonder why every single month you keep getting this exorbitant bill because you have a leak. Listen, Prince Charles. Is that Elizabeth's husband? Yeah. He did. Harry. Charles. 
No, that's her no, son. No, that's the son. Philip. Philip. Prince Philip. Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth, they didn't even sleep in the same room. Oh, you talking about in the what you call it? Yes. He had side. I don't uh, care what nobody say. That's a that thing was a documentary. It wasn't no show. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's an example of somebody who's married for umpteenth years. But do you want to live in a marriage where you stay in one room, they stay in another? He has a whole yes. other relationship. And Queen Elizabeth, in the, at least in the show, was just like, if you're going to cheat on me, can you at least do it with some decorum? Right. You she out here looking stupid. Like, cheat on me regularly with the quiet people. Right. Right? So, Melissa and I, and this is why I feel like we've always talked about celebrating your anniversary for real. Just like your birthday is you made it alive another year. Mm-hmm. Your anniversary is you survived another year. Pandemic was... A, a, a hard year for marriages overall. Right. It brought to the forefront some things that probably would have stayed on the surface five, ten more years if you didn't have to look in my face every day. Right. You up in here again mm-hmm. every day? Um, and the the thing is, a lot of times you can communicate without honesty, vulnerability, and transparency because you're trying to protect your spouse's feelings. Oh, yeah, you think you're doing the right thing. You think you're doing the right thing, and you end up being more frustrated because by protecting them, you're also preventing them from knowing their mistakes yes. or what's bothering you about them. Yeah. And they go on in in bliss, stepping on your toes in bliss. Yeah. Remember that video? You stepped on my toes. Oh, oh, my yeah. bad. I didn't know. No, yeah. no, I ain't on no star. Yeah. On my the bus? Toes. Yeah. yeah. Or subway. And I think... Uh, lacking that you're not even giving your partner and I'm not even saying that they will do everything they need to, but they don't even have a chance if they don't at least know how you honestly feel. Now, honesty, I believe still requires tact and kindness. Yes. It doesn't mean you just, people love to just say mean things and say, well, I'm just being honest. But I want to be clear though, that can you be mean and vulnerable? I think anger comes in with honesty when you're naturally not being transparent about how you feel. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say all of those things. Maybe there is a world where you can be honest, uh, I mean, vulnerable and still be mean. But vulnerability ex- is actually the idea of exposing me to hurt. Yes. It's the idea of me being exposed to pain and opening myself up to being rejected. And so coupling those things, you can be honest and be mean. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not quite sure you can be honest and vulnerable and really be transparent about how you're feeling and it still come across as hurtful to your spouse. I get that because the vulnerability is the part that goes unsaid. So back to that Danny example. Exactly. Honest and transparent is I don't want you to go to Danny's house. Well, Uh, that's just honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that could be. Yeah. The vulnerable part is the reason I don't is because I actually missed you and was looking forward to spending time with you. Yes. That by adding that. Yes. It softens the I don't want you to go. You know, if you're doing all three well. Yes. It's I I venture to say if you're doing all three well, it's going to be hard for that to come off as me. Right. And I think that's the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because when you say you don't ever want to be next to me. Right. Yes. When you're really saying I miss you, I was looking forward to just vegging out with you or being next to you. Yes. Or just say, just saying I miss you. Right. If I tell you I miss you, what I was saying, if I tell you I miss you and you say I'm still going to do what I wanted to do, then I'm like, well, shoot, I told her I missed her, which is hard for me to say as a man, patriarchy, misogyny, all that. And for you to still say I'm going to do what I said, yes. it's going to be hard for me to say I miss you again. Exactly. And the vulnerability is 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 saying that I miss you and I want to spend time with you and risking that you won't feel the same yeah. way. 
And you might say, well, I still want to go over Denny's house because she's making a seafood potato salad. Right. And that's the the rejection piece. And I know that in uh, 2021, as I've been doing more lounge where I've completely rejected the idea of uncomfortable undergarments, including bras. And so I have started using, not started, I've continued to use Third Love in my collection because their bras are comfortable. Um, they have their signature uh, uh, half cup sizes. They have their third love comfort. Oh, here we go. Third Love knows the science behind top to bottom comfort without sacrificing style. They have their perfectly fitted bras, underwear to quality sleeping wear, uh, putting all of your essential feels like indulging yourself every single day. We are all know that in 2020 and in 2021, if you're not wax vaxxing outside, taking flights, you're probably in the house and you are trying to be comfortable and comfortability reigns supreme and will continue to be reigned as, as supreme. And so you're going to be looking for comfortable loungewear and bras and third love, I promise you, will come through. They have their fit uh, finders quiz where you can find the size, the breast shape and fix any current sizing issues that you may have and find the perfect fitting bra underwear for you. You don't have to do the uh, awkward dressing rooms. You can, you know, it's just easier it's just easier for you. you can do it at the house. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You deserve some TLC. That's third love comfort. Get it? TLC, third love comfort. Go to thirdlove.com slash love hour now to get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash love hour for 20% off today. Day I don't feel like Okay. Fundamentals. I mean, uh, not fundamentals, compatibility. The other thing I think is really important as we're talking about this idea of chemistry is that as you do not speak your truth uh, about what you need and what you desire and those unfulfilled, unmet needs in your relationship, it also changes the chemistry. And I think that chemistry is the spark. I think compatibility is more like practical. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think you have to be careful that you're working on both. Otherwise you can be compatible and just be roommates. I agree. But in a relationship, a romantic relationship, you always want you want to have that chemistry, that kind of unspoken, untangible kind of magic that you have when you and your spouse are together. I agree wholeheartedly. No complaints, no, no additions. How do you maintain that over chemistry? Years? Yeah. I think the part of it is like, okay, boom. In sports, chemistry comes from playing together. Yes. Being together, training together, traveling together, doing things together. Um, uh, um, LeBron James, when he went to a new team, the Miami Heat the first time, they had, although they were greatly all skilled, him, Bosh, Wade. Good, compatible on paper. Compatible on paper. You play two guard, I play three, you play four. Yeah. They had zero chemistry. And that chemistry was okay. When we play together, okay, LeBron's pretty ball dominant. That means Chris Bosch, you're going to have to not be ball dominant like you used to be. We're going to yeah. have to rebound and be spot up shooter. Okay, Wade, you're going to have to let LeBron kind of lead here. Yeah. And until they had that, they weren't going to win. So I think in our marriage, it means ebbs and flows. As you take up more space, I might have to shrink a little bit in our marriage when I took up all the space yeah. before. Not like. Be small, yeah. but leave room for you to grow into who you right. need to. Right, I think that's better phrasing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, leave room for you to grow into who you need to be and not be, uh, uh, not tempted, but uh, not hold you back. Like mm -hmm. Dwayne Wade was saying about Gabrielle Union last week, like 
I had my own thoughts of what this marriage would be, but I know who I married and I have to let her be the fullness of who she is, which means I have to leave room for her right. to be that person. But you have to be in constant communication with HVT, honesty, vulnerability, and transparency. Uh, and I think that's why I do think therapy is good personally, the couples therapy as well. But personally, it allows you to be vulnerable with yourself. Yes. If you don't unlock your own feelings about yourself. And transparent. You, and I transparent. think that's the most, uh, I'm going to let you finish, but I think that's actually the part that is like kind of the key when I'm thinking about communication. That's why I kind of, I made up this definition. Y'all can tell me if I'm on base or not, but I made it up because I think we're not, the transparency part is allowing your spouse in on what motivates you. Yes. Why does this actually hurt my feelings? Yes. Because my love language is quality time. Yes. Okay. Quality time. So now let me be vulnerable enough to say, you know, like you're out a lot and maybe I might come across as clingy or needy and that's vulnerable because I don't want you to label me that way. Like these are all the things that go through people's minds and that's why we often don't, we often disguise or cover up those true feelings. Yes. And then all you get, the energy that your partner gets is anger. I've been thinking about this a lot if y'all haven't been yes. able to tell. And then the thing about it is if you want to feel wanted and loved and needed, saying I want to be next to you is like, oh, yes. you do? Right. Well, let me stop what I'm doing and give you some right. love. Otherwise, you're going to spit out venom and you're going to get venom. Yes. You're going to be like, go then. Okay, fine. I'll leave. Yes. Are you really just going to go? And I'll be out all night. And I'll be out all night. I'll take another show. Correct. I'll say, man, I'm not mad. Matter of fact, I'm doing three weekends a week. I just said, this is the other re revelation I just had the other day about, uh, you may, maybe you identify. You create the environment that you're actually trying to avoid. Say that. As an example, as we're talking say about this, uh, this thing. What I'm trying to avoid is my husband leaving. But because I feel like it's too vulnerable for me to actually say I miss you, come back to me, I create the environment. So by, by doing what? By saying, well, go on then. Bye. I don't need you anyway. You don't want me, then don't talk to me. How do we do or this? Or by having an attitude. Or by having an attitude. And then you're like, you know what? I don't want to be around her. I'm yeah. going to just go. And then you end up doubling down on those pre-existing feelings mm -hmm. because you've now created the very environment that you didn't want to have in the first place. Yes. I'm telling you, we are toxic unto ourselves. That's a host unto himself. We, he is a host unto himself. Listen. And all that came from you not being vulnerable enough to say, yes. I miss you and I want to be around yes. you without feeling clingy. Yes. And I feel clingy when you when I want to be around you and it feels like you don't want to be around me. Yes. So or now I want to push you away. I'm afraid that you're going to reject the idea that I want to be around you. So I reject it first. And yeah. And if I reject it or I feel you make me feel dumb or silly, I won't give you the opportunity. Yeah, to I do bet that. you won't do it again. I bet you'll never know for real the next time. And so a wall builds up. A wall builds up around your vulnerability. A wall. Yeah, I'm not going to let you actually see me and what I actually want. That's the transparency piece. And honestly, you're going to get this honesty, but it's going to come out mean. Mm -hmm. It's going to come out with some venom. You sound like sister's grandma. If you don't want me, then you, you ain't got the treatment mean. <laughs> That's what we that's what we do. It's often what we do in relationships. And then you find yourselves. I literally can imagine uh, 30, 40 years married and looking up and saying, how did we get here? 
Listen. How did we get here? Nobody's supposed to be How? And if when you look back and that, again, in this project, I was literally just saying this yesterday, that in this project, as I looked back, there are key moments and you can start to connect the dots. If you just take a moment and evaluate your own relationship, literally step back. And you can think about moments that were pivotal and you found yourself on a path and there's a fork in the road. And the more you go down one way, you grow more and more entrenched uh, in this narrative that you're creating and it dictates how you respond to one another. And also because we are selfish beings and we are not often honest with ourselves, we remove the part of the equation where we created it. Oh, and yes. And only... Remember how they responded. There he yes. go leaving. There she go doing yes. this. You don't remember how you created the environment. One hundred percent agree. Oh no, I didn't do nothing. He yes. don't ever want to be here. You always got to. He's the one always gone. She's the one always gone. They doing. All, and meanwhile. You've had a role in creating that environment, making the ground fertile for this to continue because you weren't honest, vulnerable, and transparent about what you were saying, what you were, you were communicating. You just weren't communicating what you actually, and that's the part about um, the effective communication that we're communicating, but we're not like active or not actively, uh, accurately communicating what we intend to 1000%. What we say doesn't always line up with what we actually feel. And to be fair, we often don't even know. Listen, what if I don't know, learn nothing else from therapy, it's how much I operate from pain, mm-hmm. trauma without even realizing yeah. where it's coming from, how I felt. You just, so much of it is just survival or whatever, uh, complacency or compartmentalizing, whatever the reason is. You don't even realize you're operating from this this genesis way over here and yes. how it's affecting you all the way over there. And the thing is, it is hard. It, listen, I'll give you that. It's hard to be honest with yourself. It's hard to be vulnerable with somebody else. Hard to be transparent because you by being vulnerable, you're giving that person your heart an opportunity to step on it or nurture it. And let's just not you. Then you add in previous relationships where you've done that. Yes. And now you're like, oh, this last time I did this, even with a different person, they made me feel this way. So I'm not going to make that mistake again. Right. I had this home girl who always got cheated on and she got cheated on legitimately the first time. And she this is her words, not mine. And she said, after I got cheated on legitimately, I assumed every guy was going to cheat on me. So when he was gone, I would say, what you doing? Who's she? Who's this? Yeah. Who's that? Go through their phone. And then they'd be like, OK, I actually don't want to be with you. If you're going to be like this. And she wouldn't wouldn't let them break up. So she'd try to break up. I mean, they try to break up. She wouldn't let them, but she would, you know, do all this negativity stuff. And she was like the five or six guys in a row treated on me because I, I pushed them away and sure. created the environment I was trying to fight. And it's all from this first person that, that made me feel like that. And that first person doesn't even have to be romantic. That could be your parents. Yeah, for sure. That could be your uh, siblings. Yeah. It could be a teacher. And you took that in internally. And I think that's another thing I'm learning in therapy and through this project we're working on. There's parts of my life where I put Melissa in a role that she didn't audition for. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, my family did this. And now Melissa's doing something similar. And if she's not, she's doing this as well. Yeah. And I had to go in and identify how did I put her in this position that was there was no way for her to win. Mm-hmm. And it was unfair for her to be in that position. But because it was untreated, I, I was not even realizing how I was doing and how I was feeling. But she was realizing how it made her feel. Right. So I had to go in and do the personal work of unlearning that and undoing that and then working on how not to communicate like that or not to put her in that position. That's why I think 
If you're 27 years, 30 years married, you could just be like, nah. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a lie. I don't want to do. I don't want to do all that. Yeah, I just. I don't. I'd rather just get divorced, because people by nature, nobody wants more work. Oh, for sure. We are lazy. We always looking for the easy way out. Easy way out. It's much easier to just be like, all right, Liz. You know what, girl? It was cool. I love you, but no. Because you're requiring me to do more than I really want to do. Right. Another partner might not require more. Or being single might not require more. And you, you, as humans, you don't want to do more than is required. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But because I want my marriage to work, I'm willing to do the work and, and, and work through the transitions and work through the difficulties, do the personal work, do the self-work, do the therapy individually as a couple because I want to be happy and fulfilled in my marriage, not just married. Yeah. I agree. We're going to close this out really quickly, but I, I think it might be important right now uh, as I'm reading some of the comments here that maybe you're listening to this episode and you're finding yourself in what we're saying and you you have fell victim. We're talking from experience here. We both have done the things where what we're trying to say and what we're feeling isn't actually lining up with how we feel. Mm-hmm. And we, I think we've all can identify that you've been here before. So what I'm going to recommend is that before you go and to have a conversation with your spouse, check in with yourself first. Yeah. Ask yourself the last time you went off on your partner or you were angry, the last argument you guys had, do your own digging and own your feelings. That's where those I statements that people talk about, I always think that they're really funny. But this is actually the time when you can own your portion and you'd be amazed how much further the conversation goes and it doesn't wind up uh, uh, in an argument. If you are vulnerable about how you feel, not what they did. Yeah. So it's not about you left and that made me feel. Right. No. When we don't spend time together, I feel. Yes. I want to spend, I want to spend time with you. That's important to me. That's something I want to prioritize in our relationship. How can we make that? I love you. I want whatever. Own your feelings. Don't indict your partner. Don't blame your partner. Don't go in there with accusatory energy because that's going to put them on the defense. But as soon as you come in there with the vulnerability and the transparency, I went off, but and I was wrong. I apologize. I, okay. I, I shouldn't have gone off on you like that. Uh, but this is what I was feeling. This is what I wanted to communicate. I love you. We've been, uh, what does Angel Marcus say? We've been. Um, ships passing in the we've night. We've been ships passing in the night. We haven't seen each other. We haven't spent time together. And honestly, I was just missing you. And I didn't know how to say that. I didn't know how to say that. And so that's what I wanted to communicate. That is a real life check in. Come back and tell me if it goes bad. I dare just, you. Just the, the homework for this week is just do your own check in. Don't put no onus on them. Because yes. it's hard to. Yes. Be upset with somebody who's saying, here's how I've been feeling. I miss yes. us. I want this better. I'm yes. not, you're not putting this on them. No. It, you're not yes. saying you fix this. That's that's like, well, what I got to do? Well, wait, hold on a second. Because now I'm about to fight you and tell you about all the things you're doing wrong and how I now feel on the defense. And I got to, what you said, I got to defend my name. Mm-hmm. That's not what you want to do. That's good. This This should be paid. This is for free. This is why people don't want the love hour to end. This is you know, I, 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 it won't end this year. I will say that I got I was there was a time period I was trying to line it up with and I thought it was in August. It ain't. Uh, so just know that. But this is free game. You really have people who've been married for 17 years, almost 21 years together. 
going through their own marital problems, issues, and then talking about it in real time so that other people can get help. Yeah, I think the you know what's interesting is that um, I never want I, I, I try to stay away from scandal. You guys, I'm hopefully you guys are aware of that. I do try to stay away from things that are salacious and scandalous and provocative. I, that's really not me who I yeah, am. Yeah. However, I do understand that as we do go through things and I don't know why I'm going to say God, y'all know I'd be struggling with that, but I'm going to say why God give, has given me this ability to um, kind of sit in moments and think about things yes. and come up with these definitions. I don't half the time. I think that's your God. I, I'll tell you, nah, this ain't Melissa, this is Esther Perel. This ain't Melissa, I read this. This honesty, vulnerability, transparency thing is honestly something. What? That's you. I, I ain't seen it. I promise you I didn't. I, I got that on my own accord. That is what Melissa said. That is from me, from the fruits of my brain, from God to me, out my mouth, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Uh, that, that was my kind of revelation yes. of what was missing in terms of in our communication and what I often see when people talk about communication, we're never talking about the content of what to say. We're always just talking about how to receive what was said. Yes. But it don't matter if you receive what I said and I said it wrong. And I think this is a, such a testament to like, you don't have to be everything to everybody. We're just Correct. telling you what issues we have and working through those. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you most couples are dealing with some sort of that. Because the reason people are not vulnerable is because it's your nature to protect yourself. Absolutely. Physically and mentally. And and putting yourself out there is leaving your you're vulnerable to attack. That's yes. what you're vulnerable to. Absolutely. And that if you and if you've been hurt in the past or your partner mishandles that vulnerability, your body will be like, that's why we don't do I this. I bet you won't do that again. I won't be vulnerable no more. Yes. I might give you transparent. I might give you honest. But I'm gonna give you that vulnerable. And without right. all three, it's not as effective without all three. Correct. Anything else you want to say, sir? I know Don't you're tired. Me. I am. I know. I'm always tired. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's Love Hour. Uh, thank you so much for the question that we received. I am going through the questions. I am going to incorporate these more often. I hope this was helpful. Um, if you have questions that you want us to answer, you can email us at hello at thelovehour.com. Uh, I star them and we will be doing this more often. I'll do a mix and match. I won't make them all listener questions, but I will try to like mix and mingle them because uh, you guys really have great you really do yeah uh someone was talking about secure attachment attachment styles i feel like i know a, a little bit about this to talk about it but i don't feel all the way comfortable so if you know someone or you're listening and this is something that interests you and you follow a page please let me know i would love to have them on the podcast to talk about attachment styles um it's something that has come up for me a lot and i've been trying to evaluate my own attachment style kevin's attachment style figuring that out so if that's something you're into and you're following someone please tag me i'd love to have them on the podcast until the next time bye with LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.